the voice of the king. special guest uh, from a very special place uh, we're talking about Crystal House um, they've had an excellent matric uh, pass rate uh, last year and we're speaking to one of the pupils uh, we're hoping still to get Mr. Ronald Fortune in uh, I hope he's um, not uh, speeding <laughs> <laughs> to get here this evening uh, well our guest in studio is Amira Almin. she's a grade 10 learner at uh, um, Crystal House Amira, Salaam Alaikum, welcome to Education <laughs> She's just cute as a button. I wish the listeners yes, could see her. <laughs> yes, yes, I think we should take a photo and put it on our website. Now, Amira, um, obviously you are in grade 10 at Crystal yes. House. Um, and uh, you are a part of this institution that had a wonderful matric pass rate. So I, I think the first question I would like to ask you is, what are the educators like at Crystal House? Well, I think at most schools, as well as our school. The teachers at our school have a very special bond with each of the mm-hmm. students. I mean, um, they go the extra mile for all of us and they're always there to support us and everything. And I think that's what makes us a bit more practical than most schools because um, even though the teachers sacrifice of their own time, I mean, our school dismissal time is five o'clock. Yeah. So Ooh. to give up that extra time and like, it's a very big part that they have to play in our lives as well. I mean, they treat us like their own children, essentially. Mashallah. Wow, that's, just, that's brilliant. And, and, and how often do you get... She's, like, excited. I yeah, wish the listeners were here. She's excited I, to I speak like, about the school and to leave at five. I, 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 was like, I was, like, moaning when I had to leave at half past three and I sit on my bag down when I get home and I I'm take so my clothes tired and I must go to madrasa. And I want to burn these clothes. <laughs> I never could get this. So I think this is really inspiring. No, it's a, look, my cousin is at Crystal House as yeah. well. And... Do you know Fatima? Fatima Fakhudin. Oh, yes, I know she's in grade nine. Okay, I yeah. was going to say, and I think she's standard seven. But even Fatima, I mean, her results are excellent. She is um, loving school. If I go and visit my grand, you know, she's sitting there, she's like, like, um, titi, and she's like, smiling and doing homework. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> is going on. It's a new kind it's of a new kind of It's a new kind of school. school it's right? a crystal house school. It's a crystal house school. But, but Fatima is yeah. doing so well. She's loving school. She's coming home at five, which means literally she gets home about past five or so on. Yeah. They're on transport. But these kids are happy. And, and I think we were talking about our educators back then. They were exactly like that. So for us, school was, you know, if I had a problem, I could speak to my teacher. Yeah. I never felt isolated. Mm. What's it like at Crystal House? It's, well, the teachers make the, the fact that they are very open with us. They make it known to us so we don't feel scared to go to them and talk about issues that we may be having. And we also have a board of um, social workers that we could also go to. Whoa. Yeah, and we have the dean of students who you would like, maybe if you don't feel comfortable with one of the social workers, you always need to help you. That's so cool. And look, the thing is, um, these structures, uh, they certainly play a key role in in, in, uh, developing an atmosphere or creating an atmosphere of friendliness and one that I think... uh, plays uh, this i mean if we see we see the fruits of this uh, when it comes to the students i mean amira um you look very positive about crystal house uh, <laughs> much more positive. positive about your school than i <laughs> i ever was about mine <laughs> I was. 
wasn't mine. <laughs> so, alhamdulillah, I think this is the, the direction to go in. Well, we are now joined by Mr. Ronald Fortune, um, uh, who is the principal of Crystal House. We've heard some good things about school already. Um, so, I think uh, now to talk to the person who really runs the place and, you know, holds everything together. Uh, Mr. Ronald, uh, good evening and welcome to uh, Education in Dharma. Good evening, and um, I'm very excited to be here, and good evening to all of you, especially also Amira. <laughs> well, Mr. Arnold, obviously we've spoken about Crystal House's excellent metric results, and um, we've be gotten a little bit of an indication of where that's come from. Amira's telling us that, you know, uh, you, they leave school at 5 o'clock uh, in, in, in the afternoons. Um, the fact that there's, a, a, there's support at the school, and the students feel like the teachers take them as their own kids, uh, and there's all that kind of support. Would you say that that is the recipe that brought you this kind of success that you have at the school? You know, when when we look at our problems in our communities, yes. I mean, this it's a big issue. Yeah. Our children come from um, very poor backgrounds, and um, we we look at it and and the biggest issue for us is how are we going to resolve and solve the problems. So we don't look at at um, the issues that comes our way, um, you know, as big issues, it's, it's a big challenge, yes. So the <laughs> most important thing is, I mean, we all know these, um, I mean, that's what we teach the children, these certain steps. Problem solving is, you know, it's a step-by-step -step procedure. So what we do is we, um, and Amira can tell you, um, we actually put them through hell sometimes. <laughs> if I tell you that young lady sitting here across from me, see, I, I, I promise you, She's one of 29 learners when they get to matric who will potentially get a distinction. We've seen it this year, um, Amira and her class, and she can tell you what, what, what she goes through. But last year she was in grade 9. She was one of a group of learners who we, I mean, most of them come from second language speaking students. Are you kidding, Mr. 82% of those children passed their math in the systemic test. 97% of them pass the English first language. I'm talking about home language. And the school comes from that background. So we, we have this problem-solving approach where we, there's an issue. We need to find a solution. Uh, we, we have a little, you know, educational Bible, we call it, you know, school. We, it's a, a, a gentleman by the name of um, Eric Jensen. He said that if a school does not have it, it is incumbent on the school, or rather if the children doesn't have it, it's incumbent on the school to give it to the child. And I, I happened to hear the conversation uh, on my way here, and I, I heard that I was rushing. <laughs> I actually obeyed the law. <laughs> but I can tell you that, you know, when you, you get to simple things like code of conduct, you know. Very important. Very important and parents and you know one of my colleagues Rushana Fisher was saying you know It's dispersed to parents when we enroll our children. We give the code of conduct. We at schools We know the drill, right? Do they effectively read it and question it and ask? So what are the implications if a B and C takes place because the moment there's awareness there's responsibility You cannot then plead ignorance to Absolutely. what is taking place with your child and a schooling community is so important And if I look at Amira, I'm thinking I'm excited for them to be in matric I'm excited for her to go to university because that difference that we're so yearning for as adults when we're looking at our youth is Definitely coming through and you can see it in her and in my, my cousins at Crystal House and you can see it in her too so you know it makes us proud of our children and and all our children at different schools but you know Crystal House has this matric camp 
Yeah. Okay. See if you don't know about it. It stops yeah, really? a secret. But okay. I mean that kind of investment in children. It's not something that takes place very often. How was the matric camp last year? And have you improved on the excellence already? Because um, 82.5 of your children are going to university this year. That's exactly what I'm reading here from your matric results. Just, just a little bit about um, the, the, the matric camp. Well, that's one of our, our solutions to a big problem. Um, most of our children, and I say most of them, don't, they go home and there's no opportunity to sit and study. Mm -hmm. So we had to find a solution. We are hiring this um, uh, small holdings. It's really a, a eight hectares, uh, um, uh, we call it the farm. <laughs> And um, we take our matriculants to this. It's a big house, um, belong to uh, um, somebody we know, a uh, Dr. Pele, who left, who immigrated to a different to uh, New Zealand, and um, he made it available to us. So we we used the house and we converted the stables into little dorms or little rooms. So we we take our our 40, last year we took our fourteen matriculants there. This year we will take our forty nine matriculants, and it is it is strange how the environment impact on a child mm. if you create an opportunity for people to study just an opportunity for him to sit down at a regular seat at, with a, you know where there's no interruptions because the things some of these children go through is it's tremendous i'm talking not just about i mean the parents some of the parents try the best but the noise and the influence from outside and i don't even want to talk about the the you know all the the gunshots and and how they must sometimes duck for bullets and, and stray bullets into their homes it's honest, it it's is the truth. very 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 difficult for them mm -hmm. so we take them out of there and we we give them a space to sit and study well your results certainly prove that you know every challenge and solution that you've come up with has you know afforded these children the opportunity and it's exactly what you're saying you know if there's an opportunity as a child who's been taught life skills since they stand at six i can't get this great thing since they were standing <laughs> at six at crystal house and i know I many you. of them um your high school and your primary school is on the same premises so they they just follow through which is also you know a very good thing because there is no break and adjustment really to a new environment the rules stay the same Absolutely. from grade r <laughs> to grade 12. Um, they know each other very very well <laughs> this is yeah. coming through it says hi ronald i always knew you will succeed well done i'm in a harris oval north years so I think it's probably a... a, a, a uh, Oval North, Mr. Kasim. Yes, 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 I'm in a, also a colleague of mine uh, in the directorate. Mr. Kasim. He's the principal. <laughs> That's correct. And um, I, that was my very first school I, I taught at, Oval yeah. North, um, as a, as a, or rather my second school as a head of the Department of Mathematics. And um, Mr. Kasim oh, well, was Mr. Abrams. Yeah, Mr. yeah, that's correct. And Mr. Kasim was my um, principal then, and he was also my Afrikaans teacher, believe it or believe not, it. when I was in matric. <laughs> so he's an outstanding person. He is, he I is. I love Mr. Kasim too much. Yes. I always talk about him and quote him he from is. time to time. But, but let's hear from Amira, right? So you stand at eight now. Yes. And, and, you know, if a principal has this much faith in you, then you are that shining star, right? <laughs> and, and I mean, we owe it to, to the school, to your mommy, Ta'ala, um, Ta'ala. But... Very difficult year, subject choices. Oh, well. Was the assistance <laughs> from the school? Did mommy and daddy come in to help? It's a very important time for any child. I think this says now, do we go to university? Do we, you know, are we choosing the right things? Can, can, I, can I tell, before she answers that question, I'm going to tell you, Amira wants to do science. Amira wants to be an astrophysicist. Mashallah. I know she's interested in astronomy, and I'm the principal 
but I know that. <laughs> you can ask her, how come I know all that? But you see why children should go to Crystal House. <laughs> 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 the principal is disinformed. Well, at Crystal House, we have the structure. It's called the triangle where it's the parents, the student, and the principal, or the teachers, more or less, that helps you choose not only your subjects, but every decision that you basically make at school. And I think the subject choosing was the triangle, basically. Yeah. But um, it was my decision at the end and I think that with assistance from my parents and the principal I came to the right decision because now the subjects that I have will help me in university and um, to become the astrophysicist that I want to be. Is that even available at our universities here? Yes it is. We had to go through a lot of research and we had to do research on the subject before we chose it because a lot of the mistakes that people make is that they choose subjects and then it's not available here so we had to do research on that and then Give it to Mr. Fortune and you'll see if it's really possible. So, so where is it available? UWC, Stellenbosch, and then UWC has the best physics department, also they say. So, no, they they write as my alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> they are right. Okay, so so you know, so it's goal orientated. Yes. You, you definitely want to go into this field. Well, I think uh, we've just got about m maybe a minute or two to wrap up uh, the segment now, uh, which is quite sad because there's so much more that we could have asked. Um, but uh, I think my, my one question now directed to uh, the principal, Mr. Ronald Fortune, of Crystal House is um, uh, looking at, uh, obviously, Crystal House uh, sees to the needs of uh, the academic needs of these kids and uh, helps shape their lives going forward. But what, are you, what is your advice as a principal to students, to those students out there who are struggling, uh, who uh, who struggle to 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 to, to kind of uh, you know get this kind of harmony in their lives? Perhaps they go to school where there's not really that much assistance from the teachers, uh, a school that does not have enough funding. Perhaps what is your advice to that to those students to help? Get them on the right path of 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 of, of, of learning, um, and who want to also achieve these kind of results that they have. Absolutely, um, I would like to think if you if you don't have support, you don't have because uh, most of these students they don't really. I mean, if you talk about a code of conduct. A code of conduct only means something if there's a parent at home who who, who cares about you know uh, um, their child when he comes home with those these, those bad things that they've done or the things that they that the parent need to intervene in. So what I would like to suggest is the child must get good examples in, in the community, mm. people they can latch themselves onto, and there's always people out there who will help you. I, I look at our own our situation, we provide guidance because we in 90% of our cases we don't have good examples at home. Mm. We don't have parents who have the maturity, uh, mostly, uh, Amir is very lucky, but there are, there are children no, who don't have parents at all. True. And, and from that vantage point, mm -hmm. um, no type of no, no intervention can assist unless there's a parent or a, a parent mm -hmm. figure, and it can also be somebody a child can link, can uh, link latch to. onto. Um, thank you, Mr. Fortune. You know, and and I, this is my when I was at primary school. So I went to primary school in Mitchell's Plain, and and Oval North isn't very far far from where I stay. But if I look back on my educators and what they have taught me, and I went to Mondale High. We must discuss him too, was my class teacher, okay. <laughs> right? So what we were taught from primary school and high school as well was, you know, um, emotional maturity. You know, my sense of self in relation to others and my social environment. I mean, our teachers taught us life skills. Is this, and clearly you're focusing on it, but looking across the board, are schools taking the time and the effort 
to implement this and getting stronger youth so that I'm emotionally secure of what I need to do and how I act in situations? Or has curriculum somehow, in the absence of guidance, which is no longer part of the curriculum, yes, we have a life skills period, but has it somehow kind of weeded it out to a point where our children aren't very secure given the environments and the situations they find themselves in? I must tell you, I, I'm, I always wonder about whether schools and, and principals, particularly teachers, have enough resolve to really want to make a change. What we see now is your, your, your top schools, for instance, they, they, will, um, they will cull children. They will, they will take them out of the process. They will pass them on to others. So eventually you have you know, your weaker learners and your weaker children in one school. So the problem becomes too big for them to deal with. Mm. So we have this vicious um, cycle that's just continuing because uh, uh, there's certain schools and they want the big, you know, the top children. And that's the criteria. They, if you ask them, they will tell you, no, we don't, have the, we don't do those type of things, but they do. And then we have the other others who just have to be at the receiving end. So I'm answering it from that vantage point that, you know, if, if we can just stand still, and, and this is what we do at Crystal House. The criteria at our school is we take every child Regardless. who, who qualifies. <coughs> Qualification for us, the first criteria is poverty. And then, of course, we have hundreds of applications. Now we shift through the applications and we look at who will make the best. Um, in other words, who will, will, will really uh, um, take this, yeah, uh, this opportunity further mm-hmm. and, and to the best of his ability. And that's how, uh, the way we choose. You know? And um, unfortunately, um, they, we, we say sorry to lots of people and i'm sure there might I be quite a few you should build another, people out there yeah you well. should build another school so you'll, you'll <laughs> have two crystal houses <laughs> well i think um uh once again we're running fast out of time but just once again to direct this question to um to you in terms of when we look at uh, what crystal house has achieved in terms of its success um we keep hearing the importance of the parent in the equation um so your advice to parents uh because as we said, uh, look, Crystal House's approach is that of, the, uh, as Amir has alluded to, the parent, the teacher, and the ch- and the child in making the decision in terms of the subjects, and they help shape the life of the student going forward. Uh, the motivation is what motivates the yeah. child at the end of the day. So, um, your advice to parents in terms of the roles they play, because a lot of our parents, as you spoke about the maturity level, a lot of our parents are kind of like I send my child to school, and um, they need to learn, and uh, that's just it, uh, and at the of the day I get a report card and if I'm not happy I'm either gonna scold the child or I'm gonna scold the teacher. So your advice to parents in the terms of the role that they need to play in order to get their child to achieve those things that they would like to see them achieve and move forward in life. You you asked me for something direct and that's very difficult. <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll just say the following when a parent when a child reaches the, the grade of a parent it doesn't mean this is now when a parent must stop parenting because what you find is that um, parents stop most of our parents um, they they don't have uh, um, uh, some of them don't have high school education some of them don't have matric so you will find that the children are now working against that as well because you have a parent who who doesn't know what to do with his child so my advice parents it's simple if you can keep your child in in school and you if you can't help your child um, you know get help and get help doesn't have to cost anything there's so many people around you but the, the most important thing is you would you must go out there and try and get your child through school at all costs Very important 
very important. The voice of uh, Mr. Ronald Fortune. Unfortunately, we have run out of time, but uh, I must say, uh, Christos really has inspired me, and I'm sure that uh, um, if we th- if we can build more schools like this with that kind of passion, that kind of involvement uh, in the lives of the pupils, uh, we will build a society that's much stronger. Um, and I think Amira is one of those examples yeah. of young people who can inspire as a result of leading from the front because she's gotten the support that she has at school. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Ronald Fortune, for joining us uh, this evening, and also thank she you. Uh, Mina, uh, for for coming in into your mom as well, sitting quietly there on that <laughs> side. Uh, it was it was the driving force, I think, also yeah, behind this definitely. child. Uh, she can so much. All the best for the rest of the evening, and uh, take care. Safe home. Thank you.